Geordie's a person who's into fitness and strength building. And um, I didn't get to talk to him before, but I think that he'd, prob- he'd maybe agree with me in what I'm going to say now. And that is that... Um, If you want to get strong, then you've got to exercise. And I was reading about this way that you could get really strong. I think I'm going to try it. And what it said is that um, if you got a two-kilogram potato sack in one arm, and you sort of – I'd be struggling a bit. I'd probably have to put them on chairs because I can't bend very well. But, um, you know, and then lift it up and hold it for a minute. I think that would be pretty hard to hold two-kilogram potato sack for a minute. But if you do that in both arms and hold it and you keep practicing that every day till you can do it for a minute, then – your strength will increase. If once you've got that, you then go to a five kilogram potato sack and hold that up for a minute. Now, you're not going to do it straight up, but if you did it, eventually got to the stage where you could hold up a five kilogram potato sack for a minute, then you'll be getting stronger. And then once you've got that, then go to 10, right? And then go to 20. Now, do you think Geordie, if you could do that, if you could hold up a 20 kilogram potato sack in both hands for a minute, that you'd be getting stronger? Yes, I think so. And if you want to really be strong, put some potatoes in the sack. (laughs) I said to um, Ian, is that a bit of a dud joke? He said, no, it's a spud joke. (laughs) That's a dad joke. (laughs) Okay, so we want to be strong, don't we? Not just physically strong, but we want to be strong in life. We want to be able to do well in life, don't we? Are you with me in that? And so I'm going to talk to you this morning. God has actually got a foolproof method for being strong in life. And he tells us this in Mark 12, verses 30 and 31. If you want to be strong in life, then love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind and all your strength. If you love God and then love your neighbour, you're going to be strong in life. It seems so simple, doesn't it? It sounds simple, love God. This is what to be all in is. To love God with all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your mind and all of your strength and love your neighbour as yourself and you'll have a great life. And so... We've been looking at heart, mind, soul and mind over the last three weeks and today I'm looking at loving God with all of our strength. And as Graham said last week, he said that this commandment wasn't just didn't turn up in the New Testament. If you go back to the Old Testament, it was a covenant that God was making between Moses himself and the people of Israel. And in the original Hebrew, the word strength is not just translated as physical strength. In fact, in the Hebrew, it's translated as passionate, about being all in, about giving it everything that you've got. That's what the strength is that he's saying, love God with everything you've got, with all of your passion. Think about what you're passionate about. And if you love God like that, that's going to be incredible. But it actually comes from a word that describes A fire poker, the original Hebrew, comes from this word. Now, that's interesting. And what a fire poker is, it's a stick that is sacrificed to be able to stir up the fire, to stoke the fire, to keep it burning as hot as possible. 
And so that's what our strength is. It's actual, actually sacrificial. We give, up, we give our strength so that the Holy Spirit can work and, and build a fire within us and within, together around us that will bring transformation. That's what the strength is that we're talking about here. And that's why it means that's, that sort of strength is being all in. It's loving God with everything that we have, with a passionate energy. That yes, it can be costly because we may not always feel like it. And that's what's hard when we don't feel like, you know, when we really feel passionate, it's great. But when we don't feel like it, it's not as great, not as easy. Then it's a decision. Then it's a decision to love God regardless. And when we do that, we don't power our own agenda. God does. And that's the difference. Now, this is not going to happen accidentally. It's not just going to happen that we might love God like that. It's going to take intention and it's going to take effort. And just as I I could get Geordie up here this morning and he would talk to us about what we need to do to make sure that we become strong physically. And it takes, I think you would agree, if I'm right here, um, Geordie, it takes uh, discipline and consistent effort. Is that right? It means it's something that we do regularly. It's not something that we're going to just occasionally do. Like the occasional weightlifting is not going to make us strong. It needs to be regular. The occasional, you know, um, fitness exercise that we do will not make us fit unless we do it regularly. And it's the same for us. If we're going to become strong physically, it needs disciplined exercise. Disciplined exercise. What does that look like? That means it's consistent and it's regular. We're committed to it. There was a story about a man who was walking in a storm and it was very dark and it was very difficult and he couldn't really see his way except for when occasionally a lightning flash would come and then he could that would light up the steps in front of him. But straight after that there'd be a thundering noise as the thunder struck and, uh, and you know that sort of unnerved him. And as he was going along and it was just he was really struggling, he got down on his knees and he said, God, give me more light and less noise. And I think that's what we need today. We need more light. And it's through God's word, he will give us more light. Through talking to God, he will show us more things. And we need less noise. The world is what creates noise. And when the world keeps coming in on us and creating all this distraction and noise, it becomes unnerving. But when we have Jesus, he shows us the way. He is the light. And when we have him and we're accessing his light all the time, we know exactly where to walk. And he will show us and that will make us strong. So if we want to think about loving God with all of our strength, there's five areas that I want us to think about this morning. And um, the first one is that if we want to love God with our strength, as I've just said, it's loving God with all of our energy. So our energy, some, you know, is what we're going to, it's, it's something that takes action. And Jesus said to Peter, if you love me, then feed my sheep. In other words, look after people. Jesus said, go into all the world. So the words feed and go are action words. 
and they're words that take required. They're not sitting back. They're not passive words where you sit down and sort of watch what's happening. It's actually being a part of it, going, feeding. So it's the same for us in our life. It's not being a Christian is not being passive. It's not attending church. It's not listening to worship. It's not recognizing that there are needs in Haiti. That's not what it's about. It's actually being the church, not just going to church and passively sitting in a room for an hour and then leaving. It's actually being a part of the church, being what God has called us to be, which is to make a difference in the world. It's not just listening to worship. Anyone can listen to worship music. It's actually worshipping. It's actually responding to God in your heart as you lift up praise and adoration to him. It's not just realising that in Haiti they've got great needs. It's actually doing something about it. It's actually giving whether it be our money or our time, whatever it is that God requires, it's it's action. And that's what loving God with all our strength is. It's not just sitting back and letting it happen. It's actually being a part of it, doing something. And so it's very important that when we love God, we take up this call energetically and passionately. Will we always feel like it? No, we won't. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes it'd be great just to sit back and let it all happen. But that's not what he called us to do. He called us to love him with all of our strength, all of our energy, all of our passion. And that means action. The second way that I think God helps us to understand what loving him with all of our strength means is that he, he calls us to love him with all of our resources, Do you know this parable of the talents? This is found in Matthew chapter 25. I'll just briefly tell you rather than read through it. In that parable, it talks about there were three people. And and the the, um, master gave them some gifts. To one he gave ten gifts. To one he gave five. And to one he gave um, two. Or one. Was it one? Yeah, one. And so... um, and so each of them had this, this gift of money that was given to them and they were asked to use it to love God with all of their strength. And so the one that was given f- five, he went... Sorry, I started off, that's right, it was five, two and one. Sorry. And the one who was given five, he doubled it. He went in the time that he was given, he doubled it and ended up with ten. The one who was given two, he doubled it. He ended up with four. The one who was given one, he thought, oh, this is not much. I'll just sort of like, I'll make sure that I don't lose it. So I'll sort of put it away until he comes back and then I'll give it back to him. Loving God with all of our strength means using what resources we have to the best of our ability. Now, you might not have many resources, so you might think, oh, I haven't got much, I can't do much. So I'll just won't worry about it. They've got a lot. They'll be able to do a lot with what they've got. They've got much more than what I've got, so they can do more. But that's not what God's talking about here. When he's saying loving with all of our strength, it means with the resources that we have. We don't have to compare with other people. We just have to see what has God given me. And if if he's given me this much, then I love him with that much. And I do what I can with that much. And that's how we love him with all that we have. It's not just, it's actually loving him with what we have at our disposal. With 
all that we have at our disposal. And when we do that, we're loving him with everything that we have. And that brings honour to God. That means every part of what is at our disposal, our family. It means our home. It might mean opening the door, like Adam said tonight, you know, we're not having um, night church tonight, but, you know, maybe tonight's an opportunity to have someone come to your home. Open your home. Maybe that's at your disposal. And someone can feel welcomed in your place. Loving him with our um, phones. That's interesting, isn't it? Phones at our disposal. How could we love God with our phones? But this is part of what we have. So what could we do with that that could be a positive thing that could show that we love God? Loving him with our time, our music, our tools, everything that we have at our disposal, whatever you have, God has given you. It doesn't matter what it is, and we don't have to think, is that better than someone else? That's irrelevant. See what's at your, in your hand and love God with that, whatever it is. And I think we all have something in our hand. So let's love God with all of our strength, everything, all of our resources. It was interesting in, in, um, the, in 2 Kings chapter 23, verse 25, King Josiah said, He turned to Yahweh with all his heart, with all his soul, and with all his strength. And the Aramaic, Aramaic translation of that word strength is wealth. So that's why I think that that's part of what God, he does want us to love with our resources, whether that be our money, our time, whatever we have at our disposal. Now, the third way God says that he wants to love with our strength, at school recently, we've been doing um, strengths-based learning. So what is our, we've, we've sort of looked at what are our strengths and then seeing how do they contribute to being able to be uh, the teachers or the students or the administrators that we are. How can we use those strengths to better um, you know, help education of students and help people better in life? And so if we think about our strengths, another word we often use and think about that is our gifts. So what gifts has God given you? What sort of strengths do you have? Some people are people who just get the job done. They're able to keep pushing through until the job gets done. They're achievers. And that sort of strength is something that God needs. But other people are more relational. They connect with people. They love to sit down and talk to someone and connect in that way. God needs that. Do you see, God needs all of our strengths, all of our gifts. And if we want to love God with our strengths, we have to use what God has given us and made us in, in our being. He's created us to be strong in this way. He's actually designed us like that. And so you might think, oh, I wish I could do that, or I wish I could be like that. But in fact, God has designed you exactly as you are. He has created you for a purpose. He's created you uniquely for a purpose that you can fulfill to make a difference. People, someone said it's easy to make a buck, but it's hard to make a difference. And God calls us to make a difference. And the way we make a difference is by being and using the uniqueness that God has put within us. Because only we can do that. You can't be me and I can't be you, but we all need to be each other. We need to be the people God created us to be. And when we love God that way, with our strengths, 
then we make a difference. And when we do it together, it's remarkable. And so, you know what it's like when, um, when you know, we have a purpose and we have our strengths to fulfil that. When, when we lose our purpose, things become very difficult to, to uh, be able to keep pressing forward. When we see things in our... What do we do with things that lose their purpose in our homes? If a rubber band's lost its elasticity, we throw it out. You know, if a, brown, if a banana's become brown and squashy and mushy, we put it in the bin. If the razor is no longer sharp and it's blunt and it's not achieving its purpose, we throw it out. You see, we're created with a purpose, a unique purpose. And the way we keep sharp, the way we keep being able to be used is by using the gifts that God has given us, the strengths he's put within us. And that's how we will be strong. That's how we love him in that way. When we fail to love God with our gifts, with our strengths, then we fail to fulfill the purpose that God has made us for. In 1 Peter 4, verses 10 to 11, God says, Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others. It's not just for ourselves. It's to make a difference to others. With the strength God provides. So that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. So, back to the parable which is also our resources, but our gifts. We could use the same analogy there. If we use what we've been given, God will multiply those gifts. We'll find that we'll get more and more. But what happened to the man who didn't use his talent? He was actually punished as a result of that. He lost what he had. And this will happen if we don't use the gifts God has given us to make a difference for the purpose for which we were created. We will lose them. And that will be a shame. That will be something that will be exactly the opposite to what God has in mind for us. So fourthly, to love God with all of our strength means to push through in the hard times, even although it is difficult, and not give up. Now you might be facing a difficult or a challenging time. And you might think, look, it's not that I don't want to love God. I'm just too weak at the moment. It's too hard for me. You, you sort of feel like I can't be all in because this, these situations are too overwhelming and I'm finding it too difficult. And you might say, you know, once this passes, once this is gone, then I will get back into loving God and being all in. You know, if you know God... When he asks you to love him with all of your strength, he's not asking you to be Superman or Wonder Woman. What he's asking you to do is he's asking you to trust him. And he, you know what he says to us? This is what's amazing about God. He asks us to love him with all of our strength. And then he says, I'll give you the strength. I'll give you what you need. In that hard time, I will give you strength. If you wait on me... If you seek me in that time, you will have everything that you need and more, more than enough. He says, they that wait on the Lord will renew their strength. They will rise up with wings as eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Imagine that in a hard time, that you could do that, that you could fly, that you could soar. 
And so what God says to you, love me with everything that you can give and I will give you everything else that you need to make it through. That's the sort of God we have. He will provide more than enough of what we need. But it does take that spiritual discipline. It does take that exercise daily, keeping in touch with God, talking to him, hearing what he says in the word, those promises that um, Rebecca was talking about before, those promises that say that he will do this for us. He will keep you in perfect peace, perfect peace, if you keep your mind fixed on him. That's a promise. So if you want perfect peace, keep your mind fixed on him. That's loving God with all of your strength. And God will do what he says he will do. He is faithful. And that's why Paul says in Corinthians, that is why for Christ's sake I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong with the strength of God himself. It's incredible, isn't it, that God himself. He says that the the power or the strength that is available to you is the same strength that raised Christ from the dead. That is, wow, isn't it? That's incredible. That strength is available to us who believe. And finally, loving God with all of our strength, I think that's a together thing, with all of our strength. Isn't it good when, one, when you're not feeling so great and you want to love God with all of your strength that a brother or a sister comes alongside of you and encourages you, maybe through a text or maybe through just a visit, and suddenly you feel strong again, you feel like you can rise up. That's that's what loving God with all of our strength is. We, come to, we do it together. We support one another. We love one another. We encourage one another so that we can keep pressing forward. He's given us each other as a family for that very reason so that we can help one another. We're not, we're not meant to do it on our own. He's given us our different gifts and abilities so they complement each other, so they all fit together. So that when we go forward, we go forward in a transformational way by the power of the Holy Spirit. And the incredible thing is that when we love each, when we love God with all of our strength, all of our strength, then individually we become stronger, and as a body, we become stronger. And that's what we want, isn't it? We want to be strong. We want to see Jesus, King of Newcastle, don't we? Amen. Imagine that, that all lives could be transformed by the power of God because of what Jesus did for us. He loved God with all of his strength. He was willing to go to the cross so that we could have freedom, so that we could have salvation. And in a minute, we're going to sing about the promises of God. Faithful you are. Faithful you will be. God is so faithful. That's why he gave his son, so that we could have freedom. He made a way for us. And if he made that way, if he gave Jesus so that we could have relationship with him forever, then wouldn't he give us everything else? He loves us, and so he will give us everything that we need. And so the challenge to us to be all in is he's asking us to love him with all of our heart, 
all of our soul, all of our mind, and all of our strength. That's our energy, our resources, our gifts, even when it's hard, but together. And I believe today that um, as we declare the fact that God is faithful, we can do that. We can be all in. Not because of who we are, but because of who he is. He's great. He's faithful. He is true. And he will stand by you no matter what. No matter what. And it might sound like he's demanding a lot of us when it says, love me with all of your heart and soul and mind and strength. But he's doing it because he knows that when we do that, we put ourselves in a position where we are open to God himself and he can fill us and work through us and empower us so that we can live life to the full. He's actually not doing it for himself. He's doing it for us. And he knows that's that relationship with him, that all-in relationship of loving him that will transform and change everything. And so this morning I'm going to invite you to stand and we're going to declare that he is faithful. Let's sing this from our heart as a prayer. And let's, let's step into this this week and step into the promises of God and know he's there for us. Know that he will never let us down and that as we respond to him with, with an all-in love that we're going we're gonna to see him work in a way that we cannot imagine. He says he'll do above and beyond all we can ask or imagine. If you want that, do you want that? Then love God with everything you've got and let God be God in your life. And you will see him rise up even through those challenges, even through those difficulties. He will do above and beyond, not for us, but for his glory. Each each week we talk about a challenge that we have. What is God saying to you today? What challenge is he giving you? I want you to think about it just for a moment. Close your eyes. He's calling you to be all in. He's already gone all out for us through Jesus. He's made the way for us. Maybe the challenge to you today is to accept that and say, yes, Jesus, I accept what you did for me and I want to have that all in love for you that will change my life and the life of those around me. Or perhaps this morning he's challenging you about your energy levels for God. Or maybe your resources. Or using your gifts not for your own ends or your own agenda, but for his. Or maybe he's saying, I'll bring you through this difficult time in your life. You trust me. You love me with all that you have. And I'll bring you through. I promise you. I will prosper you. It's not to harm you, but to give you a future and a hope. Let's just take a moment to see what God is saying to our spirits this morning before we sing the truth that he is faithful.